Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, good morning. Welcome to this Sandy Beach and Company program. Sandy Beach is off today. I'm David Bellavia in for Sandy Beach. I've got uh, Tony Caligiri as always. He's the company part, right? Isn't that how it works? Something like today, that. Tony? The old fart of the crew. <laughs> the old... Joe's the young guy now. We don't judge by age here. We are inclusive and uh, uh, accept all, all people. Absolutely. Listen. We, there is a poll out. WBN.com has the story. Uh, you can go to WBN.radio.com or WBN.com. The story is, uh, and this is a, a poll that you're seeing all across uh, the United States. Almost every news station, NBC, NBC News, CBS News, uh, The Wire, everyone is talking about the poll that came out that shows that Americans are the unhappiest that they've been in 50 years. And, you know, a major reason for that. By the way, we could also do a poll of how many Sabres fans, what their happiness is. I think, I think they're at a rock bottom. I think we've all, you know, communally hit rock bottom with the Buffalo Sabres. But I think this all plays into it. We're going to talk about two topics today. One of them is going to be sports. Now that we've had 90 days without professional sports, I mean, literally, you turn on ESPN and you're watching video games. On ESPN, on primetime ESPN, there are people playing NBA 2K, which is a, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, you know, the NBA basketball game, but it's a video game. And they're professional video gamers. And I have to tell you, I've sat through probably way too long watching Madden football and professional basketball and hockey played on a video game, and I'm getting... I mean, it's the only thing that you can watch outside of YouTube and old games and everything else. But when you look, but getting to this poll, you know, when you're when you're robbed of your sports, when when things are taken away, like your friends and restaurants, you you find that you know finding happiness, being content in a digital society, and you know not having uh, contact with your old social groups. Maybe you're working from home. And you're you miss the the coffee, you miss the water cooler talk, you miss going to lunch with your peers. Uh, it, it's it's difficult to maintain any sort of of being happy. I mean, here's the, what the the poll tells us uh, that the uh, this is of course the COVID response tracking study. It was conducted by the NORC. It's at the University of Chicago. Fourteen percent of American adults say they're very happy. And that's down from 31% who said the same thing in 2018. 
And that year, 23% said they'd often uh, sometimes felt isolated in, in recent weeks. 50% are saying the same thing. Now, Gallup poll is tracking American pride. All right. So we've got a happiness poll that shows that people are, are unhappy, which is completely connected to COVID and the isolation and the social distancing connected to COVID. But now we've got a Gallup poll that talks about American pride. And this is where the Black Lives Matter movement comes in as well. And, and again, whether or not you want to put on your political hat, take off your political hat, it, it, to me, none of this is shocking. I mean, when you're, when you're seeing the things, for example, if you support the Black Lives Matter movement, you could make the argument that your pride is down because of what happened to George Floyd, the way you perceive police brutality, the way you see uh, African-Americans treated in American cities. If you're against the uh, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, whatever the case makes you believe that what you're seeing on the streets is not emblematic of your America, you also would have a reduced pride. It's, it doesn't evoke American pride when you see statues defaced, you see spray paint on war memorials, you see all of the, the violence and the looting. That brings your, your pride down as well. Again, though, does any of this shock you? In a moment when you've taken everything about American life, your lifestyle has been taken away. Your job has been taken away. Look at these unemployment numbers. You know, these polls are, are you know, to me, it, it's it's a duh moment where you say, wow, uh, no, people are depressed. People don't feel like they have American pride. Well, why is that? You know, you you take folks out of circulation and you put them at home for 90 days. You take away their bills, their sabers. You take away all of the different professional sports. What would you be, think about what you were doing a year from today. A year ago today, what you were doing. You had the summer to look forward to. You were thinking about baseball. Uh, maybe you were taking your kids to uh, different sports. Every You had a job. You had confidence. You had swagger. You felt like an adult. You felt like you were participating and contributing. All that's gone. This new Gallup poll results show that American pride levels are at their lowest since Gallup has been asking that question. And they started asking about American pride in 2001. 42% of of those polled said they were extremely proud to be an American, while 21% they are very proud. One-fifth of all American adults from 18 to 29 said they were extremely proud to be Americans. The poll, uh, basically in all 50 states, found that 15% of Americans surveyed are moderately proud. 9% are not pride, proud at all to be an American. And the Gallup poll was taken just before 9-11. 55% of Americans of U.S. adults then were proud to be Americans. And again, why is this happening? Well, if we were to ask you, is your level of pride connected with your overall overall happiness are you happy now i don't think anyone's happy seeing millions of americans on the street i don't think anyone's happy now uh seeing so much hurt and division in the united states but again this is all covid connected i, I mean I, I can rationally make the argument that there's a large section of people in the black lives matter movement that whether they're ideologues whether they want real change this gave you a reason to leave the house. I saw people in the Black Lives Matter marches that were walking their dogs. I mean, if there's nothing you can do socially, and all of a sudden you have governors and county executives and mayors saying that this is now essential work to protest, all of the different restrictions. You can't go to church 
You can't go to a restaurant with 50% capacity, but if you want to get together with a million of your peers and go out on the street and, and occupy wherever you want to occupy, that's acceptable for political correct reasons, for, for whatever, whatever the excuse you want to throw out there. The argument is that that is something to do in a region, in a state, in a country where there's not a whole lot to do. Uh, so we have people that are unhappy. We have people... Uh, for whatever reason, that aren't showing pride in their country like they used to. If you were to gauge your happiness or seeing what's happening in the world, is this the George Floyd experience or is this COVID? All of this, I believe in my heart, is connected to the coronavirus, the lockdowns, the threats to have lockdowns, people that honestly, the economy, it wasn't just humming along. The economy wasn't just doing well. This was the best economy in the history of our republic. Think about that. This was the best economy ever, and it was the best economy for African-Americans. It was the best economy for all Americans across the board. Unemployment, we were looking at unemployment numbers that were going to touch 3% unemployment. That is unbelievable. Look at it today. Uh, there, you know, Tesla in Solar City isn't the only empty factory uh, in the United States. There are a lot of people that are worried about, am I going to get my job back? Will that business exist? If it was a small business or a mom and, and pop shop, do I even have a job to go back to? How long is it going to take for us to get back to normal? And that registers. And then you have something like the George Floyd uh, situation that happens, which is out, it's disturbing. Children are watching it. Everyone's watching it. And, and it just further brings down morale. If, if let's put it this way. If, uh, you know, after COVID, after being locked in your house for 90 days, if you just watch the Joe Theismann leg break on Monday Night Football back in the day on YouTube, you're going to make yourself depressed. There are a lot of reasons to be sad. There's a lot of reasons to look around and say, what are we doing? I don't get it. Um, and, and this is, there's no escape. And sports, for, the, for a lot of Western New Yorkers, that was our escape. That was the way we, we got away from, from the, the uh, blasé of the world. We, we turned on a Sabres game or turned on a Bills game, and, and there was hope with the Buffalo Bills. And I don't know about what's going on with the Sabres. By the way, that John Warrow uh, interview, he's one of the best beat uh, reporters for the Sabres. Just very intelligent, knows Every time I want to know what I should think about the Sabres, I go to people like that. Tim Graham, Buffalo News have a, have a bunch of those guys. But do, did you sense in that interview with Brian and Susan, everyone's confused as to what is going on with the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, th that press conference yesterday on Zoom was, you know, extremely confusing. They f they supported Jason Botterill as the GM, then they get rid of Jason Botterill. But again, like of all the times for this to happen, if there's anything we need, it's optimism, Right. We need optimism that Buffalo sports and the city of Buffalo and everyone's going to come back strong. It couldn't come at a worse time to be told that there's no there's no future and there's no direction for the hockey program. But again, all of this is connected. All of this is connected. I believe that the Black Lives Matter, uh, the amount of people that are involved, the the type of people that are involved. Does this mean that everyone supports a cause? I think everyone wants to get out of the house. I think, honestly, if you, you know, we used to, to promote the Soup Fest, right? We used to, remember that at the convention center? Soup Fest 2019 is showing up. Soup Fest. And everyone's like, how many people like soup? I'll tell you what. 
you could do a spinach festival right now in downtown Buffalo, and you're going to get 50,000 people to show up. They will go anywhere to leave the house. People just want a reason to be normal again. Give someone a reason to be optimistic, and you are going to see that if you build it, they will come. 803-0930, 1-800-616-WBN. Where's your American pride, and, and, and are you happy? And is this connected to politics? Is this connected to uh, your personal life? Or is this all about what has happened to this entire globe, in particular in your own neck of the woods, COVID, coronavirus, the fact that your life has been changed. You have no control over where you can go, what you can do, who you can hang out with. And, and now, you know, you're, you're being told that you have, to, even the mask situation is really tough to get, to get used to. You, you've got to put a mask on. You can't see people the same way that you saw them before. Um, you know, the, 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 the sweating underneath a mask, the way you prepare for your day now with a mask, everything has been altered. And we were told 30 days, two months, and now who knows what the future is going to be. Tony Caligiri, uh, how much of this do you, do you chalk up to COVID? I think a lot of it is COVID. I, I mean, actually, if you look at, it, I think it's we have uh, all these ingredients that are thrown together, and it's making one big unhappy soup, so to speak, as you uh, just mentioned. I think it's part COVID. I think it's part politics, and uh, I, I think it's part frustration. Uh, you throw that all together, and and that's what we have. Uh, I know from speaking on my behalf, uh, a lot of it is politics. I'm sick and tired of what's going on. I see what the Democrats are doing. I see what the mainstream media is doing, and trying to uh, you know change the narrative, trying to get uh, persuade people as to what way to think. And I don't like it. I think uh, it's bad for our country. And until uh, the rest of America wakes up and sees uh, what's going on and notices this, uh, this is going to continue. You know, you you mentioned that the politics just on your own social media feeds. I mean, scroll back to what June of 2019 looked like. There were people talking about graduations. There was op there's always negative nails out there. There's always people talking about negative things. But every, almost 90 percent of everything on your Facebook, on your Instagram, all of it has to do with something negative that's happening in the world. Uh, very few people are trying to be change makers and, and trying to be optimistic. It's hard to be optimistic when everything is is not normal there you know and again at least you had netflix at least you had amazon prime to watch programs those programs are boring you've we've gone through everything that made us happy everything that we could distract ourselves with and now there's there's nothing left and with sports being taken away in here with bill's country and 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 baseball and you know i mean tony you're obviously a football guy but you love baseball you're a red Sox fan that's gone. There's I would be coaching last year on this day. Looking at my Facebook memories, uh, we had a game on this night last year. Uh, so if COVID didn't wipe it out, I'd probably be coaching baseball right now. You would have some distraction. You would be sharing it with your children, being out there coaching, mentoring, all that good stuff. So, A, what is your happiness? Uh, wh where do you uh, list your American pride? And what are the things that you can do now? If I told you that COVID was going to last for another 90 days, what are the lessons you're learning where you're finding your own individual happiness? There's no TV to distract you. There's no sport to distract you. What are you doing to replace that happiness? 803-0930, 1-800-616-WBN. We're going to take a break, Tony, and then we're going to come back and take your calls, and then we're going to talk uh, all the things that, that 
you're doing to, to replace the things that you lost because of COVID? What do you blame it for? And also, how do you gauge where you are with happiness? We'll have all that and so much more right after this quick break. Now, we've got this poll on WBN.com, and this is really a story that's leading across all the uh, the news outlets, the unhappiness of America, the the uh, uh, how American pride is dropping. The, we're, we're a population, a nation of people that are that show discontent right now. And it, and it seems that, you know, there's a political agenda. Everyone wants to point to, well, it's the economy. It's this, it's that. Well, of course. And all of these things happen to do with the fact that we have been home and isolated for 90 days. People are not going to be happy. So sports are a huge part of that. And I think we now that we're, I would have told you I could not go two weeks without professional sports. I don't care where they are. Ultimate fighting, it doesn't matter. I need something to occupy my time. I love sports. You guys are, are sports nuts. Tony is, you know, Mr. High School Football. What are you doing to replace now that Netflix, you've gone through your entire queue? Tony, <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I've kind of switched gears. Uh, and you uh, just said that purposely as I've gotten into more cars, uh, watching restoration shows, anything to do with, with cars. That's a big thing for me. Uh, watch cooking channel. But, uh, and for a while I was getting into watching a lot of the old, uh, reruns of old football games. In fact, I just watched an early, uh, eighties game of Auburn. So, uh, gotten into that a bit. Uh, I miss coaching. So I don't know. I, I think that's, that's where I am right now. We're going to get back to Tony and Joe in your calls, 803-0930, 1-800-616-WBEN. America is unhappy. America is, is uh, showing a lack of pride. This is COVID-related. What are you doing to restore your happiness, to restore your pride? I want to hear from you right after this quick news break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Beach and Company, David Bellevue here, filling in for Sandy Beach. You know, we've got this poll out at uh, WBN.com, and it's really leading all the, the news. Uh, it, it's over two cycles now over the unhappiness of Americans. And it, it's almost like it's, an, it's isolated. Like, wh- where is this coming from? Everyone's confused. It must be Donald Trump. It must be what's happening on the streets of, uh, with Black, Black Lives Matter. Then we're hearing about the American pride. It's a survey that's been run by Gallup since 2001, you know, around September 11th, when we started to really look at, you know, after that devastating attack on, on our country brought us to war, uh, 
what was American pride? Let's gauge it every uh, every six months. This is the lowest that it's been since that poll has been taken. But we're, we're thinking as if it's all it's not connected, as if people are on the streets uh, and, and they're outraged over, you know, what's happening with George Floyd. I believe that is sincere. I believe there is genuine outrage from a lot of Americans. But there are also people that are just there because, let's be honest, what else is there to do? And you might be unhappy and and depressed and lose American pride because of the way you saw the Minneapolis Police Department, uh, uh, you know, treat and murder George Floyd. Or is it that you haven't had a job in 90 days? You haven't had a sporting event to go to. You haven't had anything to do. Uh, what, what do you connect it to? 803-0930-1800-616-WBN. And when we left, we were asking uh, Tony and Joe, you know, where is, how would you gauge your personal happiness right now? What do you connect it to? And with sports, it being a huge, this is a huge sports community. We, we're a, you know, we're a two sport town, but let's be honest, we're a Bills, this is football country out here. And without having that outlet, what are you doing to replace it? And Tony, when we left you, you were talking about, you know, you'd be coaching Little League, you'd be doing all these different things. Your shows are over on Netflix. There's not a whole lot of new programming coming out because let's be movies aren't being made because of COVID. So how are you replacing it? And uh, what are the things that you're doing uh, to uh, to fill that unhappiness? Well, one of the things, too, is, uh, you know, my high school sports show has uh, been put on the shelf because of COVID. We can't have, uh, you know, for safety reasons, we can't bring the many guests that I usually bring in. You know, you're talking about a show that brings in entire teams regardless of sports. Uh, so that's missing now. And uh, the uncertainty that you know, if we'll have high school sports this fall, I mean, it's starting to look good. Numbers are pointing in the right in the right direction. Uh, so, keeping our fingers crossed. Same with youth sports. In fact, uh, got word yesterday. Uh, Dick Gallagher, many people may know Dick from Kids Escaping Drugs, uh, his involvement in covering high school uh, sports. In fact, uh, he's one of the main reasons uh, why I became host of Inside High School Sports. Dick has been a a great person, a great supporter of mine, and uh, everybody in the high school community just loves Dick Gallagher. Well, unfortunately, he is... uh, been uh he's in hospice now and he's not doing too well so if everybody everyone could kindly please pray for dick gallagher dear friend someone i love very much and uh, i gotta tell you right now i have a lot of hurt in my body knowing about that and another friend that uh, i was informed yesterday only has a couple of months left to live so you throw in those things along with uh, you know what we just went through with covid what we're going through with uh you know, riots and upheaval of our country, turmoil, and then uh, the politics of it all is just, it's a crazy time right now. It, it really is probably, I mean, you're going to look back at this and think, man, if I can get through to 2020, you know, I, there's really nothing we can't get uh, get through. We're going to pray for, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, the Gallagher family and, and all your other uh, uh, friends that are that are hurting right now. The whole country is hurting. We should be praying for everyone. But Absolutely. Tony, I'm sorry that you have to go through that. Joe Beamer, let me bring you in. Listen, Joe is a a fitness buff, right? He's running this challenge to run to Guantanamo Bay and back. (laughs) Would you be be doing that if it wasn't for COVID, honestly? Well, no, because I would be in my regular routine. And, And David, I never knew I was a routine guy until pieces of my routine were taken away. And, you know, after work, I would go to the gym and spend 90 minutes at the gym six days a week. Once that uh, was out of the routine and after the first month of COVID, uh, let's just say um, 
it felt a little different walking up the stairs. Does you get what I'm trying to say? Um, so I had to find a way to lose that weight and get back in somewhat of the shape I was in before COVID. So yeah, I, I needed some kind of motivation. And uh, Aaron Minkowski did the 100-mile challenge. And I was like, there, there's the kind of motivation I need because I'll have to post it so people will look at my pace times. So if I half you know what it, um, people will know. So that's kind of just the thing to get me motivated to not sit on my, uh, on my couch all day. You know, it's funny because I don't know if you watched that press conference with Kim and Terry Pagula yesterday about the Sabres, but they could have picked a better time to just absolutely drop a wet blanket on the entire region that, <laughs> that was hoping for some sort of optimism when it came to the Sabres. Uh, they, they had mentioned, you know, they fired Jason Botterill after supporting Jason Botterill. And, and we're thinking, you know, it's not going to be baseball. You're a Mets fan. Tony's a Red Sox fan. I, of course, being, you know, correct in all things of a Yankees fan. But <laughs> but one of the things though that's so crazy is that we would always be talking about spring training and and, and yeah. op- there's optimism in, in the beginning of every season with with baseball. And baseball is, you know, it's such a long season and and you know, it covers the summertime and uh basketball and and college high school sports and the way that the poor high school graduates, you know, what is there to be what do you do to look forward and try to be optimistic in a time when everyone is is pretty depressed what, what what's your what's your theory it's exercise for you well that's one way and let me tell you i mean you got you know i love baseball especially an afternoon game with this shift a nice wednesday travel day one o'clock game against the braves uh i look forward to that you know go home turn the mets on have a nice adult beverage at one in the afternoon go to a bison's game and those are ways to kind of get your mind off of reality when you've been talking news for seven hours um but for me uh, it's watching like Tony. I was watching old games. They had the Virginia Tech takeover on the ACC network. Watched that for 24 hours. Uh, now I've played a lot of Madden. I got drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. I requested my release, and now I'm on the Giants. We are Super Bowl favorites. Uh, so stuff like that. And, and, David, I know you like soccer, and the Premier League is back today at noon, and I never thought I would be excited for – Premier League soccer and the MLS tournament in July, since those will be the only thing going on. Hey, well, yeah, Tottenham Hotspur has is, is, is been my club for my entire uh, uh, since I I was following soccer. But you know, come on, you know, go so- Liverpool. <laughs> See, <laughs> Tony, I don't even know why we even speak. I, I, <laughs> but but here's the thing, though. You know, when when you when you think you talk about video games, and you know, your I would say that the the iGen generation is probably going to be the first generation where it's socially acceptable for a 35 year old man woman to play a video game. You know, this yeah. is something you know that generation grew up with. They're going to go into adult uh, life, but now. You know, with, with Tony and I, we've done shows on concussions and why football is never, you know, there are there's a movement. Uh, high schools in western New York canceling their programs because they don't have enough people to play. Not that they don't have enough healthy people to play, but parents just don't want their children to play football because of the risks uh, related to health. Heck, now, we had New York State that was looking to ban it. So, so, but you turn on ESPN now at 9 o'clock on ESPN2 and you're watching professional gamers playing sports and it, it honestly it, it's a it's it's good enough i mean is that the future of of professional oh, sports where we're 
watching people. Come on, I've got season tickets not. watching Nicholas play Madden every night. <laughs> I hope. I hope that's not the future. I really hope, you know, September 12th, Virginia Tech plays Penn State, a real game, not a video game. And, and David, I've been looking forward to that game longer than couples getting married this year were looking forward to their wedding. And I'll tell you, no, if that game doesn't get played or it gets played with no fans, there is no video game that can replace uh, what that game would have meant. Well, you know, listen, a lot of we heard NASCAR last weekend, you know, they, there was a, a race event in North Carolina that they said was a protest so that they could be able to put, you know, thousands of people in the stands. We've been told that, you know, if you want to protest, that's essential work. We're seeing coronavirus spikes in Texas and Arizona and Florida. Nobody is connecting this, of course, to the Black Lives Matter movement. That would be politically incorrect. So now we have to come up with other reasons why we're seeing a spike. Usually millions of people gathering to, you know, together in, in close proximity. That could have led to a spike. That was what I think rational people could put together. But what do you do if they tell you no crowds, no capacity? What does Hollywood do? Is anyone going to go to a theater if, if you know, Broadway is done? We have a huge theater, uh, you know, uh, one of the largest per capita city. The Buffalo has more per capita small theater groups than any other uh, city of our size. And, and that entire, all those people and all the people that love to go, to, to Shays, all that's all gone. Concerts are gone. Everything's gone. And if we don't get back to normal, is it? The, I don't want to do Zoom. I mean, <laughs> Facebook Live. People plug it in a guitar. There's got to be something that we can do individually to replace that happiness. And you know, Joe's got the exercise. Tony has got his cars, and he's putting up pictures of the Munsters now. I don't know. What's <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at old shows. Well, so, you know what the so new I'm norm gonna... is is going to be, and I've been telling this to people for weeks now. It's going to be hanging out in your backyard with a few friends, and uh, you know, small gatherings, things like that. There are no more festivals to go to, uh, amusement parks, things like that. Everything has been taken away and canceled. So I think that's going to be the norm, is, is hanging out in your backyard. Hopefully we have good weather and you enjoy the company of friends and relatives. You know, and it's funny because that's what the norm was in 1955. I mean, that, I mean we're, we're almost, you know, the, in the digital era, it just took a, a pandemic to, for us to realize that, you know, family is important, friends are important, and, and the things that aren't digital, the things that don't cost a lot of money are the things that genuinely make us happy. You know, this poll on WBN.com is really proof that, you know, humans desire contact and humans really aren't meant to be in solitary confinement. Uh, even if you're locked in with your families, it's taking a, a toll on the, mora on the morale of, of the country, on the pride of the country. Uh, and it takes one bad negative story for the media to just churn out constantly for everyone to be a Debbie Downer. And, of course, a Kim Pagula press conference certainly puts a cherry on that Sunday. My goodness gracious. I mean, that was just the most depressing thing I've ever seen in my life. 803-0930, 1-800-616-WBN. We got Joe Beamer here. We got Tony Caligiri. Sandy is out. I'm David Bellavia. I'm in for Sandy. We're going to take your calls. Are you unhappy? The polls say that we're the most unhappy we've been in 50 years. Is your pride down? Is this because of George Floyd? Is this because of Donald Trump? Is this because of politics? Or is this because of COVID? And if it is because of COVID, how are you maintaining your sanity, your, your happiness, and your American pride in a time of epidemic? We'll take your calls right after this quick break. Uh, let's go to uh, line one. We've got Angelo in Niagara Falls. Go ahead, Angelo. Hi, guys. Uh 
David, a, a, a true pleasure speaking to you. Well, thank you, Angela. You're very kind. What's on your mind today? Well, I think it's like four things all connected. The, uh, the lockdown and restrictions on life, the George Floyd murder, the uh, turmoil of looting and riots, and uh, the fourth. And don't forget the Salino and Barnes divorce. Uh, that was number five. I was, okay. All right. <laughs> I was, thanks for. I got to jot that down. And a very divisive media. And you know, I just say my observation, David. This Corona thing. I see people. I'm an older person, so I'm just going to generalize. I'm older. I've been through things, but I see these people, and I don't blame them. But some people are cautious. But then there's the level of paranoia too. Example case, which is a very poor example. I'll be in my driveway, whether watering the grass, doing my car, and I'll see people walk on the sidewalk, and they see me. And they'll cross the street so they don't get near me. And I'll see people in the grocery stores with gas masks on. And I'm not being judgmental, but this is kind of strange. And I think people just long for a peaceful, normal life. And that's why I just hate the term the new normal, because it's kind of conceding that that's the way it's going to be. I call it... Angelo, Angelo, great call. I appreciate you. 803-0930. We'll get your calls uh, and stay on hold. We'll get right to you after this quick break. Great call from Angelo and a lot of good wisdom there. We'll be back right after this. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.